day 164. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, Proverbs 5 through 8. We say that, yo, we come at it to see God. Right. But the Proverbs does tell us, yeah, a lot about us, right? right? Like yeah, how we yeah, are yeah. to live before God. Yeah. Um, undergirded in the fear of the Lord. So this one, bro, was just, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Five through eight is just, wow. Like if you read it carefully, you'll just see like, man, Solomon may be speaking from experience here. Gotta be speaking from experience. Because he's huh? like, man, seduction, bro. Right. Like it's, it ain't, man, at the end of the day, bottom line, it's going to kill you. Right. It'll kill you and it'll hurt the people around yep. you as well. So he'll come out, man, and say, you know, Though the lips of the forbidden woman drip honey, right. and her words are smoother than oil, in the end, she's as bitter as wormwood yeah. and as sharp as a double-edged sword. And so, you know, Solomon's just going to say, man, like, wisdom is not just understanding what to aspire after, right. understanding and learning, all that kind of stuff, but it's also telling you about what to avoid. Right, like, yeah, Those yeah, yeah. things which are dangerous. And he's going to talk about this forbidden woman Im- imagery and- yeah, it's not just saying that all women are trying right. are just temptresses. Like, right, no, that's right, right. not what the Bible is saying. It's saying that the concept of adultery, yeah. right, of sexual seduction outside of, you know, marriage yeah. is tempting, right? Yeah. And there are many creative ways, right, <laughs> especially now, yeah. that that could happen. Yeah, and he's saying here, like, yo, it's alluring, it's appealing, and it's attractive. But at the end, it's bitter, right? Yeah. And it will do you no good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We and- give in. So what I love about this part is five through eight, he's going to compare the adulterous woman with wisdom personified yeah. as a woman. woman yeah. So it's just like double entendre. Mm-hmm. So he is- It's poetry. Yeah. yeah it's poetry. Yeah, yeah. So in a very real sense, this is a poem about adultery yeah. and faithfulness. Sure. Wisdom about that. But in a very real sense, this is about the choice between wisdom and folly, mm-hmm. foolishness, right? Yeah. And and in both of these cases, what he's trying to bring up or, or draw out to the front is it's almost like there's this one man that's starting to walk down the street, right? And the reason why he's going to use a man and a woman mm-hmm. um, is he's not chauvinist, mm-hmm. not being sexist right. proverbs was originally written what some folks believe sure um as a king training up this like boys school right mm-hmm. so it's like these boys that would lead in the future this book was written mm-hmm. um in order to help and to train them so that's why it seems like it's always addressed to my son Men, my son yeah, yeah. right but god in his providence is going to use this book for a broader group, the same way that much of the Old Testament was written to Jews, but yeah. God's going to use it to reach non-Jews, right? So yeah. I just say all of that. Uh, but this is like the picture that goes on in our mind is it's as if this man is starting to walk down the street and two women mm-hmm. are fighting over him, mm-hmm. saying, come here, come here. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to go in depth and tell this boy which one to avoid fam stay away from this one yes right yes yeah 
Yeah, I, I man, I love it, and it's so yeah, it's so practical too, right? right? So he's gonna say in one part in uh in five, he's gonna be like, otherwise, if you give in, bro, you will give up your vitality to others and your years <laughs> to someone cruel. Strangers will drain your resources, right? And your hard earned money pay yeah. will end up in a foreigner's house, and yeah. it's like the Bible is just keeping it real. It's like. In other words, bro, this could leave you broke. Right. <laughs> like, right. Let me just be, let me just cut to the chase. This right. could leave you broke. Yeah. And, you know, your own moral degeneracy, like you immorally like corrupt yourself, but also you can lose some currency right. behind right. this too. And it's just a no good all the way around. And I it's just, it just reminds me of uh, you know, um, Matt Smethurst talks about, you know, man, sin always looks better in the windshield than it does in the rearview mirror. Right. And it's like, man. At the end of the day, like you'll come back and be like, it wasn't worth it. Right. And wisdom was calling out this whole time. The whole time. The whole time wisdom was calling out. And now you start to hear yeah. when it's too late. Yeah. Um, you know, this. But one of the things I thought about, <clears throat> he's gonna go on and on in these chapters. And man, I've said it before, but God doesn't give a prescription mm. where there isn't an illness. Right. 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 Like, so he's gonna keep saying this. Not just to hear himself talk or be repetitive, right? But because this is a real thing, right? And we all know that, especially as, um, yeah, just humans, right? Like our natural inclination is to let our own appetites and desires run right. wild, yeah. And he's saying, "Yo, like wisdom, yeah, uh, guards us, yeah, yeah, from that, yeah." I love it, yeah. And man, at at the end of this text too, like. So as he's contrasting these two, chapter seven, he mm-hmm. ends off and he's like, fam, listen, stay away from the seductress. She's got a body count, yo. Like, <laughs> there is a body count. Like, yeah. the end of this road is de- and death. And what I love is he starts and he doesn't talk about, you know, where she came from or her backstory. He's just going to say, look, stay mm-hmm. away. Because the end of this road is destruction. Mm -hmm. But then in chapter eight, when he talks about wisdom, once Mm -hmm. again, wisdom is personified, Mm -hmm. right? Verse 17, uh, she's going to say, look, those who search for me, find me. I'm not playing hard to get. I'm not hiding, right? It's a, I'm here for anybody that finds me. And then he's going to go on and write at the end this like poem, how wisdom is starting to share. No, listen. When God was creating the world, yeah, yeah, I was there. Nah, I, I was helped there. lay the foundation. Look, I created this thing, so I know how this thing works. <clears throat> so anybody that comes and walks down my path finds life at the end, right? And mm. so, man, mm. we talk about the Bible or the scriptures being um, a thing that helps us see what God is like. And we have to remember that in the same way that the Psalms yeah. pointed to Jesus, the Proverbs do too. Absolutely. Jesus lived life as the personification of wisdom, yeah. right? Made every right choice, called out to folks in the streets to come to him. Mm-hmm. And even though he walked that right path, mm. at the end of that path, do you know what he got? Death, what comes at the end of the path of the person who runs that wrong path. Mm. But the reason why he got death yeah. was so that he could offer us the life that mm. he earned. So this personification of wisdom is not some mm. um, arbitrary person. It's not some force. It's not a book of knowledge mm. standing on the outside. It is 
Jesus Christ, our Savior, who was with God from the foundations of the earth, calling out to his wayward children yes. to come home and to find life. Yeah. One yeah. of the things that, man, that's so good. One of the things that um, even non-Christians, many will say, uh, especially, yeah, so Jews, uh, Muslims, Christians, but even, yes, secular people will say like, no, one of the wisest people to ever live yeah. is King Solomon. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Christians say that too, but it's like, ah, the wisest person to ever live is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Jesus is the wisest person to ever live. And he lived out the Proverbs perfectly. And one of the things that we have to remember as Christians on this side of the cross is that in following Jesus, right. that is the wisest right. life you could live. Right. right? Mm. It's not just that we're going to take random Proverbs and try to apply them. Like, no, we have to remember, like you said, bro, Christ. Yeah. And that we are following him yeah. and that our lives. Yeah, run like Colossians will say that all the the riches of wisdom and knowledge are hidden right. in Him. Yeah. So in seeking Jesus, right, we live wise lives right, for God's glory. Yeah, Father, would you remind us, uh, yeah, that all the treasures, the treasures of wisdom, are stored up um, in Your Son. I pray Thanks, that Lord. You would remind us that wisdom is not just a set of propositions; it's found in a person. So help us to walk closely with your son. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.